This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Get out of town. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. We're not a live bird today, John. No, we're not. We are at Ben Stonium's studio. John, big, big show today. We were lucky enough to get an audience with, I think you said this off air earlier, the songbird of a generation. Here we go, (laughs) Steelers. Here we go. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. Roger Wood. (laughs) I can't believe it. Who wrote, Here We Go, back in 1994, an absolute anthem. Right. For the Pittsburgh Steelers and Steeler Nation. And the coolest dude ever. Like, he's a really down-to-earth dude who didn't write Here We Go and was like, all right, I guess I'll make this my life now. Nope, he just did it, and it was really, really fun to talk to him. Definitely one of the coolest things we've done on this podcast. Yeah, no, he's a super cool guy, so definitely stick around for that interview. John, let's just dive right into it here. Playoffs! Playoffs, we did it. We all knew we'd be here. <laughs> we did sort of call it. We did say like three shows ago, like, you know what? They're going to win out. And then, you know, it was all, we were just talking ourselves into this possibility. And I also called that Jags thing. I'm not the only one, but I was in that moment. I was like, oh no. Like I was like concerned for that wind guard guy. I was like, oh no, he doesn't, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't the- know what I felt concern and fear. Yeah, they got bit by the curse of the terrible towel. Lindell White. Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson stomping on it. TJ Hushmanzada. Right. And somebody never else. It never goes well. It never no. goes well. Quit messing with the towel. The worst thing about the uh, Wingard towel thing is that he snatched it from an old man. Right. Which was like deeply not cool. Yeah. So the Jags held up their end and lost in embarrassing fashion to what I assume would be a hated divisional opponent, the Tennessee Titans. I don't know where you were at. You know, the playoff scenarios were there when the Bills played the Dolphins. And Mm -hmm. it's like, if Buffalo wins, they play the Steelers in Buffalo. If Miami wins, the Steelers go to Arrowhead. In the first half, I was like, hey, let's play the Bills. Josh Allen sucks right now. And then (laughs) I had a very quick change of heart (laughs) when he started to look like a god yeah i mean he he's shown it before it's uh they're a they're a worthy opponent but there's just something about being in the playoffs with nothing to lose i love being that team full-blown house money now yeah. like we house are money. playing with house money the running game's going well things are working yep we get to do that weird awkward thing with Tomlin and McDermott again. Oh, man. Okay. It's so uncomfortable. Mike Tomlin, Sean McDermott. They're definitely both like, oh, they're like talking to their wives at home. They're like, yeah, but like, okay, so like after the game, like. If, what do I say? What, like, 
if I lose, what's what's the, like, you know how he is, like you know. <laughs> well, I think that's only McDermott saying <laughs> For sure. that. Tomlin yeah. was two years older than him at William and Mary. He clearly, he clearly like <sighs> they have the thing because like the announcers talk about it. It's always been like it's not a warm discussion. No, they were there at they the same there time. At the same time. <laughs> And that that's pretty much all you get. Yeah, when they talk, when the announcers talk about it, it's like your mind immediately goes to: Did Tomlin snap McDermott's ID in half when right. he was at William and Mary? Did he like grab all the stuff out of his locker and throw it away? Yeah, maybe. He, Did McDermott never get over what happened? Yeah, no. seems like it. Yep, like. But that's advantage Steelers, John. Right. Advantage Steelers. So, John, the Steelers couldn't have done it without the Tennessee Titans. And as a show of appreciation and thanks, Permanis sent the Titans, their staff, all the players, sandwiches as like a big thank you for helping get getting the you know the Steelers into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But they weren't the only Southwestern Pennsylvania business showing their appreciation, if you can believe it, John. Oh. So here's a few other folks that stepped up. The Cracker Plant in Manaka. Oh, good people out there. Yeah, they actually yeah. sent uh, the Titans one ton of polyethylene, which is the little pellets oh, that get like processed get in into your lungs and yeah, yeah. cheap plastics. Okay. Yeah, so now the Titans, they can, they can manufacture their own single-use plastic bags, cutlery, even straws. Wow. So that's awesome. That's great. That is pretty cool. What else? Uh, the Adult Mart on McKnight Road. Mm. They actually sent a box of returned items. Oh. So sort of like a re- recycle, reduce, reuse, reduce. Recycle. <laughs> reuse. Yeah. Reuse. Just, so that's big. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That'll be a nice parting gift for Tannehill. Mm. And then finally, one of our favorite nonprofits also wanted to thank Tennessee. Oh. And these folks do some really, really important work. Of they're course, doing the work. They're doing that. They're bringing right. stakeholders to the ethereal table. Right. They're really looking at problems you know, through backwards design. But at the same time, building the scaffolding. Okay. Of course, I'm talking about SIGs for Kids. SIGs for Kids. Oh. Because. <laughs> A local organization that bridges the access gap between kids and cigarettes. And if I may, Tad, there are enough cigs out there that every child should be able to just continue burning them down, right? Mm -hmm. Blasting ciggies, and yet they're not. And so we need to take a hard look at the access issue, okay? Yeah, and with that in mind, they actually sent a group of youth ambassadors to Nashville to partner with the Titans to help expand, you know, the program and its reach. Right, Um, which is It's called Hearts and Darts. (laughs) It's part of the Hearts and Darts program, which is an extension of Six for Right, there was sort of uh, a schism. John, Sunday, 1 o'clock is when it all goes down, Mm. and there's a lot of work to be done between now and then. Mike Tomlin figuring out how he's going to platoon Marcus Golden Bachelor and Nick the Stoat Herbig. The Stoat. It's a great Hell nickname, yeah. right? Right, because the Wisconsin Badgers thing. He's, well, he's like, like an undersized outside linebacker. He's yeah. extremely quick. Yeah, you've been carrying the torch for the Stoat for many years The now. Stoat is one of my favorite animals. Yeah. I, don't, I think it would be inappropriate to keep it as a pet. I don't know, if you could make friends with one that lived outside, like a barn cat, that would yeah. be pretty sweet. So the point is, people have to do their part. That's right. This is what it's about. It's about doing something trivial that could really personally cost you. Let them know 
that this game means so much more to you than they can possibly comprehend. Get your speakers, get your little Bluetooth speaker, whatever it is. Turn it up as loud as it can possibly go and blast the new Steelers fight song, <laughs> yes. which just dropped. And I think it's time, Tad. Should we get Roger Wood yeah, on Yeah, let's do it. Let's go All straight right. to it. Let's not, make it. let's not make people wait any longer. Our interview with the creator of Here We Go, 29 years ago this year, Roger Wood. Roger, thanks so much for taking the time. Well, thanks for having me. Roger, take us back to 1994 and how you were struck uh, by the tune or the lyrics. How did Here We Go come to be? Well, it was uh, 94. The Steelers uh, were not very good in the late 80s, early 90s, and they started to get better. And uh, at the time, uh, I had, uh, when I was younger, I played in bands and wrote music and so forth. Uh, but I, I started to write again, and I thought, well, you know, the, you know Pittsburgh hasn't had a good fight song since uh, well, the Polka way back in the 70s. And uh, I just sat down and I came up with that bass line. Melody, it just popped in my head. It was about 20 minutes. I had it done. All the greatest songs when you hear people interviewed, McCartney, Dylan, those people, they talk about that. They talk about like, it just kind of comes together in a flash. And uh, Roger, I also, you know, play, play in bands and grew up doing that thing. And I think the two bass lines that I first learned, one was Seven Nation Army, very recognizable <laughs> by the White Stripes. And then pretty soon, I figured out the bass line to your song, which, uh, man, <laughs> just an incredible, an incredible thing. And what's it like all these years later to, you know, have two idiots like us want to call you up and talk? I mean, is, does it still feel feel cool to, you know, have, have it be a thing that people love and celebrate? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been 29 years. And, uh, what's nice about it is it, it's, it happens a certain time each year, you know, kind of like, a, I always tell people, it was kind of like a Christmas carol. You know, if you, you hear Christmas carols every year and they're good songs, most of them. And, uh, but if you had to listen to them all year, you'd get tired of it. So, with the Steelers song, with Here We Go, you hear it, you know, for those couple weeks or whatever, they're in the playoffs, and then when it's over, you don't hear it till next year, and it's all new again, and it's, it's fun again. Pittsburgh's gone to Super Bowl, here we go. I'm, I'm glad that I, it's the first time I've heard somebody say that I influenced their musical, shaped their musical uh career or whatever <laughs> absolutely man thank you for that that's so cool man and uh as a Steeler mm -hmm. fan one of the things that i love um about the song is that it's ever changing and you can go back and listen to older iterations kind of like a time capsule and you're like oh yeah it was jeff reed's toe back then it was yeah. uh norm johnson that's right, right. Norm, we yeah. had uh, that year it was actually Biasucci in the beginning of the season. Hmm. And uh, we had to, we, we recorded it with Biasucci and he got injured or something and Norm Johnson came in and we had to redo the song and everything. Biasucci would be tough to kind of shoehorn into a song <laughs> and man, you've got, you've got a knack for getting those syllables in there and what, 
I re, you know, there's Steeler players over the years with some interesting names. What's the one that you had the most trouble with? Is there one that sticks out that you kind of had to do a little bit more hair pulling and hand wringing over? The one I I kind of had the most trouble was Roethlisberger mm. because it really doesn't roll off your tongue. It's, sure don't. Kind of a, <laughs> you know, so there were times I did Roethlisberger, then there were times I did Ben. I would fit Ben in there depending on the rhyme. But uh, my favorite, though, was Palomalan because it's such a flowing, smooth name. You know, it just flows right off. I wonder if you could share just one of the tales from the tour bus, if you will, a rock star story. What's like maybe maybe the weirdest or the coolest or the strangest thing that's happened as a result of this song? Any any highlights that uh, you might want to share? I, I always tell this story, though. Um, yeah, people know the song, but they really don't know who I am. So if I tell them, hey, you know, I wrote the Steeler fight song, here we go. And, and now they could go and they could check and everything. But years ago, the first year I did it, I was actually at the Steeler game. You go inside the stadium, you go to the bathroom. And this was Three Rivers years ago. So this was the trough. The this, trough you're, era. you're at the trough area, right? The trough urinal. Yeah. yeah. And it's always crowded, you know. So you stand in there and uh, the guy beside me, you know, he had a few. And uh, he's just singing the song. He's like, here we go, you know, singing the song. And, and, and I turned, and, you know, you don't normally talk to people when you're in that situation, you know. And uh, I turned to him and I said, you like that song? He goes, yeah, that song is great. And he, I said, I'm the one who wrote that, sang it. And he was done, you know, and he zips up to me and goes, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so I just, you know, from that point on, I really never brought it up. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. I got to ask about this iteration of the song. It's been an up and down year. The Steelers have, have scratched and clawed, and they made their way into the playoffs. And we've started three different quarterbacks throughout the season. I noticed that in this 2024 version of Here We Go, there is no quarterback name drop. Can you talk a little bit about that artistic decision? Well, there there was discussion about that. And, uh, you know, if I put one in and not the other, it, it wouldn't be right. If I put them both in, that's kind of strange. So I kind of thought, you know, yes, there's no quarterback this time. But I actually put in another running back. With Johnson Fryer, Muth, and Jalen Warren. We'll go to Najee when we need a touchdown. So the first time, this will be the first time there's two running backs in the song. You know, Jalen Warren has been outstanding all, you know, the whole season. And I thought, I'm going to put him in this time, change it up a little bit. Love it. I think that's a great decision. Well he's, my he's my favorite. He is John's favorite. Yep. I know Jalen Warren's going to get at least, you know, 70 yards. So we'll put him in there. Oh, he's going to get his. You know that. Yes, sir. Well, you know, it's one of those things where... Uh, you can't count them out. You you really can't. They they haven't lit it up with the offense, but they're not making a lot of mistakes either. So if they can just hang in there, I think they'll, you know, I think they'll win the game. You're a legend, Roger. Thank you for taking the time. You're the man. Really appreciate <laughs> All right, it. Thanks. All right, no problem. Thanks. That dude was really sweet. Hell yeah. Being in grade school and them playing that on the PA right. throughout our school right. right before dismissal and then turning us loose. And think about what had to happen 
for that to happen, right? Remember, guys, no streaming, no YouTube, no Spotify. Somebody at your school, your gym teacher, your guidance like, counselor. I got was the like, tape right I went, here. I went to Farmore and I got it. Let's blast it. And your principal was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Absolutely. F- yeah, let's do that. You know what I mean? Like, you're sweet. Like, everyone just agrees. Let's get all the kids in the gym and play that loud as f- we had a pep rally at yeah. my small Catholic grade school. And then I remember my mom picking me up and then on the way home, they were playing it on the radio. Dude, when you would hear it again, kids today will never understand, but we can all remember that feeling in this room, Benstonium, maybe some listeners out there when your song would come on the radio. And when that song would come on the radio, it's like seven thirty AM. You're about to, you know, you're waiting at the bus stop. Your bus driver pulls up blasting that shit. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah. You could run through a brick wall. Yeah. Well, would you rather be Josh Allen or Mason Rudolph right now? Mason Rudolph? Right. It, Josh Allen, it's his ass. That t- that's what I'm saying. Mason Rudolph has is, you know, earned yeah. himself at least two more years in the league based people on these are, last three people games. People are already alone. saying that, that Josh Allen and the Bills, that their window might be closed. I let's, don't know. Let's close that MFR. If Josh Allen plays bad, if the Steelers are able to run the ball, I think they've got a shot. If Mason Rudolph continues to play as well as he did, I'm completely throwing out the Ravens game because it looked horrible. Dude, can it we was, get a napkin for the lens? Can we wipe the camera lens? Man, like, I'm was, not a camera guy, but I was like, just a napkin. It was a bad product. Yeah. On TV and in person, I imagined it was unbearable. Yeah. Uh, it would have been better if it was all snow. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, that cool. And that's hard to, it's hard to be like, you know, if this was six inches of snow, this right. game would be a lot better. Right. Well, John. Well. If you were, if you wanted to make the playoffs, you got to expect to play good teams. If you want to win the Super Bowl, you got to beat good teams. I saw on Facebook Marketplace, for the low price of $350, a very shittily crafted Lombardi Trophy. They made it out of a stump. It weighs 100 pounds. Let's get it. What are we even talking about right now? If the Steelers beat the Bills, we enter the DMs of the guy selling it and we lowball him. Yeah. If we can get kind of close, we buy it. Steelers win the Super Bowl. John, last week on Facebook Marketplace. A lot of action. A lot of action. Some guy was selling Penguins game nachos and a large RC cola on... It was a deal, right? It was like on four, there for 14 bucks. 14 bucks. I went in with a lowball offer, and he said he wouldn't budge, and I, I met him at 14, and then he revealed that it was like a joke. Wow. At the 3 in the morning tonight... Text him. <laughs> text him a picture of his sword. <laughs> Something like insane. <laughs> yeah. Just like, keep hitting him up. With like, a really bad that, time stamp. That's one of those things where it's like, you, okay, you did the foray into the joke, mm-hmm. and we are hitting you up about it every day a joke for the next five years. A joke that's only funny to two guys. <laughs> it ends in a restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> now that's my kind of joke. Let's do it. Speaking of let's do it, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here we go. Big thanks to Roger Wood for joining us on the program today. Mm. Just an absolute delight and an underrated artist when it's all said and done. He's not out there. You know, he's not super easy to get a hold of. He does this, I think, as a service to the community because he knows people want it. He's our guy. Yeah. And with selfless people like that at the forefront of the Steeler playoff movement, Mm. 
I feel like we've already won. Huge shout out to wow. Ben Stodium for hosting us here in the Ben Stodium Studios. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Go Steelers. It's ben-